In a world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. Gotta interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Breaking news. To another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you the Hello and welcome to the Weekly Cut Podcast, where we review and talk the latest news in TV and film. We are back, baby. We are fucking back. We're back. Damn right. We've had a. We've been on hiatus. I think they say. Yeah. We're now. I'm married. You are. You're Congrats. married. I think we said on the last podcast we said you were going into the best man speech. Yep. Obviously, I'm getting married. Uh, how did the best man speech go for you? I think it went well. <laughs> I think I've done all right. Do you know what? With your phone as well, I'd be really interested to see if people... Because I couldn't do that. I couldn't do a speech off my phone. That's very... I think that's, like, quite impressive. Do you know why? Why? Because you'll see my hand shake with a paper. <laughs> right, so fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but, yeah, uh, wedding went great. So we had a little break. Connor then went on a cruise. Yeah. And New York. I did. I haven't really spoke to you about it. How was it? Well, I got back before the flood. Okay, yeah. So I'm doing... But it's good. Lovely time. I, I saw people enjoying... New- I don't know where this flooding was happening. I saw the videos. Yeah, I know. But then I saw still still saw people in Times Square and stuff. But anyway. Yeah, it seemed fine. I, I saw another, a report as well. Apparently, New York in sort of like maybe 50, 60 years will be sunk by a astronomical level. <laughs> apparently, oh, it's constantly shrinking. Yeah, apparently I new- saw that. Apparently, New York yeah. and NASA, NASA and all that were saying it will, over time, just carry on. What are NASA doing about that? <laughs> Look up. I have no idea. Uh, anyway, I'm your host, Brad. That is co-host Connor T. Follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Weekly Cut to keep yourself up to date. Here is what made the cut this week for you. We sadly lost a legendary actor. The Boys spin-off, Gen V, has dropped its first three episodes. One of the most popular sitcoms ever is getting a reboot. The Marvel surprising runtime has revealed... We got a trailer for the star-studded Argyle movie led by Henry Cavill, and we got some exciting news about Christopher Nolan and more. I sold that one. Love it. Let's get on with the news. Let's start with it. Yeah. Sir Michael Gamble. Yeah. Take it away, Com. The world's a darker place. The world is a darker place. Yeah. It's very. When it hit me, I thought. So now we live in a world with. No Dumbledore. Well, we have got Dumbledore and Jude Law, but we have no Dumbledore. I mean, we just lost. Um, as obviously Alan Rickman, Snape is gone. Yeah. Um, Robbie Coltrane and Hagrid was a, a, quite a recent one, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And and now Michael, Sir Michael Gambon, um, Dumbledore himself. Yeah. He took over from. I'm sure everyone knows he took over from Richard Harris in Prison of Azkaban. And how you made that your own? Yeah. A complete. Let's face it. Let's have it right. They're two different characters. Richard Massively. <laughs> Richard Harris is a wizard. Yeah. And Michael Gammon's like a, a an angry, annoyed teacher with long hair. Yes. Yes. Big, and yeah. much more Scottish. Probably, uh, yeah. yeah, the Scottish. Harry yeah. Potter. <laughs> um, I love your opening there because you said uh, the, the world's a darker place and I, I keep seeing the, the, the scene where he's... I can't remember the movie. I think it might be Goblet of Fire or, or, or all the things, something like that, where he opens up day one of Hogwarts school and he says um all you have to do is remember to turn on the light and he puts the candle back on yeah um it's just it's so so sad but he left a legacy behind he was in layer cake he was brilliant in that yeah um but yeah uh, Dumbledore has sadly passed rest in peace rest in peace uh but let's let's get it up B. it's it's a podcast let's move on so now some good great news good great Hollywood good great good great good news. great, great. <laughs> 
Some good, great news. Hollywood is back. The writer's strike is officially overcome. Thank God for that. Thank fuck was it? for that. 150, was it 150? 148 days in the end, which is the second longest ever strike in history oh, for the God. WGA. Um, so I'll just sort of, there is an actor strike on at the minute as well, but they are meeting as we speak right now. Yeah. So that will be sorted within the next week or two max. That it wasn't a bigger issue as this WGA one. Um, because there's things like Wonka and all that to come out this year that they want their stars to promote. They will sort that out quick yeah. time. Um, anyway, uh, the, like I said, WGA, uh, WGA sorted their deal. They have now got protection against AI. And also a big one is the WGA rightfully get streaming numbers from like Netflix, Disney Plus, HBO Max. Ah. It was previously hidden and there What's was weird. no there was no law. You're say you're a writer and you're hanging a minute, I'm on uh Suits. You remember the yeah. show Suits? Yeah. One of the most watched shows in history. Yeah. Netflix, I think on US, because I don't think we have it on UK Netflix. That was one of the most watched um series last year. And there was no residuals for anyone. That's no way. So the amount of millions or billions of hours watched of Suits last year, that because I've never seen that fella in anything else. No, no, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he might need a residual. So yeah, now Netflix legally have to provide that. So they they must have been saying the writers saying, "How's it doing? <laughs> yeah, it's doing all right. Yeah, yeah but how's your numbers? That's all right. Shush, all right, shush yeah. about. Shush, shush. <laughs> Get on with it. Go on. But yeah, some massive things. That obviously, the main thing is AI. So they, I don't think they've got everything, but they've got a pretty good deal. I think AI was key. Yes. Because that is taken over. 100%. So it's a really good bit of news. And Hollywood, you'll start to see news coming out again. And Hollywood is back. And the talk shows are back now. The talk shows are back. We tried to do an um, NBC tour in New York, and we couldn't do it. Because oh. it was closed for the foreseeable. So I wonder... Is that Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if it was because... I don't, I don't know why it would have anything to do with the strikes... Because is it? It's promoting the show. Maybe that's I, what I was thinking. I don't know. It's not the, the actor. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it might have something to do with that. But yeah, yeah no. Every, everything was, you'll start to see start coming back, and then especially when the actors is wrapped up in the next week or two, everything will be back to normal and we can enjoy it again. Yeah, get on with it. Uh, right now, I don't know how you're going to take this news. So I'm interested. This is coming straight to you. Two I'm, fingers on my cheeks. I'm going to have a drink of my... Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. I like to say you've got a beer, Moretti. Yes, big beer. Cheers. I've got a bit of proper 12 whiskey, which nice. is Conor McGregor's whiskey. Yeah, nice whiskey. Paired well. with some Pepsi Max, the goat. Yeah, and you've got your wedding as well. We're back now. There's no weddings. We do yeah. what we want. Couldn't give a shit now. <laughs> the gloves are off. Couldn't give a shit. Uh, right, the Marvels. Now, if you've been watching, uh, listening to the podcast, you know Conor is not that excited. <laughs> Stinky. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that excited for the movie either. However, it's MCU. Their hooks are in us. We'll carry on watching for yeah. now. Yeah. Um, the runtime has been confirmed to be one hour and 45 minutes. Mm. Um, whilst you gather your thoughts, that's the shortest ever MCU movie. Yeah. What do you think? It's um, twofold. Okay. It's good for me because, because I don't have to sit through it for ages. I'm going to go to the cinema and I know I'm, I'm in there for okay. hour and 38 minutes. Okay, fair enough. The bad thing is there's three characters. Yeah. Three big characters. Big characters. And they haven't got a lot of time to do what they're going to do. And, and, and Sam Jackson's the, in this as well. Yeah. It's not, it's, they're not giving themselves enough time. I mean, we're, we're bouncing around different worlds. Yeah. How are we, how are we going to enjoy and see a different planet or enjoy a different character or a side I just, I look, I think this is going to be an absolute mess. It, it's going to be shit. I've got, 
I could be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong because Marvel doesn't need another Quantum Mania where people and, and critics are like, that was shit. Yeah. But I don't know how they will do a compelling story with three characters Nick Fury, Saber Station, the Kree, this new villain. Um, I, I, don't, I don't see Kamala's family. Yeah. I don't know how this is going to go down. And Monica Rambo, we don't really know much of her powers. We no. saw a bit in WandaVision, yeah. not much. So you've got to introduce what she's been up to exactly. all this time. And even like Sam Jackson, like he, the last time we saw him, he had just sort of been involved in espionage, world ending scroll yeah. invasions. And then he fucked off when it all went Pete's on. He fucked off back to Saber Station. And now he's going to be in this laughing, joking, the Marvels vibe. Yeah. I just think this thing, this film's got so much going against it. Yeah. I don't know why they're doing it. I think I'm going to be in Florida to watch this one. Oh, you're going to go see it? I'm going to go. Of course. I'm definitely, I love going um, American cinema. So um, definitely going to go watch it. Uh, and of course, we'll, we'll report back on this podcast. But I'm so, so concerned. Yeah. And it, it, I feel bad for. Um, Kamala Harris, what's her, what's her actual name? Imani, Iman Vellani. Yeah, because I think she's good. Yes. And I don't think she's been put in the best light. No. Because they're fucking right. They're fucking her over, basically. <gasps> to be to put it blunt, excuse my French, she hasn't got the best. The show um, was shit. Not yeah. her fault. She was great Miss Marvel. Yeah. Um, the show was awful. Um, even people that like her agree the show was bad. The villains were one of the worst villains ever in the MCU. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the show was shit. Um, they're trying to build off three... Things like, like you just said, there, Toyota Paris's uh, photon slash spectrum, whatever she's going to be called in this, with this, with the one division aspects. Then Captain Marvel, it's her sequel to her original movie. Then Miss Marvel off the back of Miss Marvel series, and then Nick Fury off the back of Ugh. Secret Invasion. I'm trying to, and uh, one hour forty five minutes. Yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> Try and divide the time. You can't. Let's let's just see if we could be wrong. Yeah, and they go, they smash it out of the park. That's what we needed. One hour forty-five. I've got no hope. I've got no hope. No hope. Uh, right. Speaking of no hope, uh, The Office USA is getting a reboot. Yeah. Connor, you're a huge fan. Massive fan. We both agree that the UK Office is better. Yep. But Connor, during lockdown, watched The Office USA. Yeah. And you told us, guys, trust me, give it a watch. Get through the first few episodes. We said, fuck you, Connor. You did. I think I threw something at you. You laughed in my face. had a black <laughs> eye. I had to call him sick from work. You went to hospital. It was fine. <laughs> it, missed, it missed parts. Um, we then watched it and said, fair enough. Yep. That is a great sitcom. Um, a reboot. It's not needed. This is possibly one of the greatest US sitcoms mm-hmm. ever. And they're rebooting it. Definitely up there with Modern Family, Friends, yeah. etc. You don't touch it. When they said, when the Office one came out, everyone loved it, yeah. especially in this country. They said they're making a US version. It was like, for fuck's sake, it's going to be shit. They tried to copy it. Yeah. Didn't work. For like one, they, two episodes. Yeah. And then and then they thought, let's go our own way. Success, they're both successful in their own right. Yeah. So we we already have two. Who's going to play? Because Michael Scott... <laughs> Who are you going to get to? That's poison chalice. How are you going to do that? I mean, you you uh, sent me something ages ago when I think I saw Bob Odenkirk doing, he auditioned, didn't he? Yeah. And he, he looks fantastic. He, later on in the series, he does come into it and plays another type Michael Scott character. Um, but yeah, I just, the best point of that, I don't know how people are expected to sit through this sitcom. Season one, it airs on ABC or whatever, right? It airs. And then there's a someone playing 
Jim. Yeah. And it's not John Krasinski. It's not going to work. Or what's it, Rain Wilson, Dwight. How does anyone do Dwight other than Rain Wilson? Yeah. That's pathetic. The way it worked, what I think the reason, one of the reasons why it worked UK to US because they changed all the characters' names. There's yeah. no Tim. There's no Dawn. That's very true. There's no David Brent. I didn't actually think of that. Yeah. There's only one David Brent. There's only one Michael Scott. Yes. If you're rebooting, that means you're probably going to do Michael Scott again. Hundred percent. It's not going to happen. And uh, just to confirm, by the way, it does say reboot, not spin-off. So people on our Twitter was sort of saying that, um, oh, well, if they focus on sort of Dwight, etc. No, no, no. It's nothing. To, it's a reboot. Yeah. It's a reboot. Does Ricky Gervais get money for that? And yeah. Steve Merchant? Yeah. He actually says that although The Office uh, UK is better, he always says he is thankful for The Office US because that's where he gets all his money from. Yeah, and Steve Merchant's yeah. often as well. Yeah, mate. Uh, right, moving on to some very exciting news. A new report has suggested that the GOAT, Christopher Nolan himself, is in talks to direct and write at least two James Bond movies. Uh, come on, Con, what's happening here? Oh, I'm so excited. Oh. <laughs> That's all I can say. This would make me so happy. I'm not a lover of the James Bond franchise. Everyone knows it. Yeah. It's fine. If Chris Nolan comes in, game's on. Well, I think that would shoot James Bond back up to the Hollywood elite because yeah. I, I like James Bond and Daniel Craig was fantastic. No Time to Die, I thought it was a good fitting end, etc. But it's not... It's not a powerhouse anymore compared to the IPs like Marvel and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, maybe because it, people are getting a little bit tired, etc. I don't know why. But a Christopher Nolan back to basics Bond era. Imagine the villain. Yeah. He would write. And the twist. Oh, for God. There'll be a twist somewhere and no one will see it coming no. and it will be there. Um, I just think that is one of the most exciting pieces of news we've ever said on this podcast. Yeah. It would be incredible. You could set up a decade of Christopher Nolan, James Bond movies. Yeah. And, and you're getting either Hans Zimmer or Ludwig Granson. One of the two. The score will be fantastic. Uh, didn't he do, he done No Time to Die, didn't he, Hans Zimmer? Yeah, he did. He did, yeah. yeah he did. Oh, my. It's all on the plate. It's all on the plate. Ready. Uh, look, nothing more to say about that. It, it's a new report. Um, we said on the podcast a long, long time ago, it must be about five months ago, um, I can't remember what he was doing, Christopher Nolan, but he was doing the rounds. I think it was Oppenheimer, and he was doing the rounds about um, uh, you know influencing cinema. Yeah, and someone mentioned James Bond, and he basically said he's embarrassingly in love with those movies, yeah. and he's all all of his movies are. I don't think he said there's like Easter eggs or references, but he said they're influenced in some shape or form by James Bond. Yeah. So, for example, we mentioned it. If you're thinking what. Um, What's his character? I can't remember his character name in it. Uh, Robert Pattinson in Tenant. I can't remember his name. Oh in yeah, it. I can't remember. His but name. he's very British, Bond, smart, suave, yeah. and I think it's little things like that he's probably saying. Um, but yeah, sounds amazing. Do you think that affects his casting because he like, he's got his favourites? Yes, he I might mean, want Robert Pattinson. That's what I was about to say. Robert Pattinson could be a good fit. <laughs> I mean, Batman and I, James I, Bond. I think he's really harsh with his casting, though. I think he like. Even though he he loved Cillian Murphy as Batman, he said originally, yeah. he just straight up said to him, like, no chance. No way. Uh, you can't do that. Um, so I, I do think, although he's got his favourites, I think, like, for example, he wouldn't exactly go, Cillian Murphy, you're going to be Bond. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even work. though he loves Cillian Murphy, I think he's so smart and ruthless about giving it the best and most amazing storytelling and filmmaking. Oh, <laughs> God. 
so it just good. scares me out. I need a drink. It'll oh be God. so good. And there's one way to get me to watch Bond again. Yes. I think that goes for many people. Yeah. If I'm honest. Uh, right. Let's go on to trailers, actually. Ooh. Good segues. This trailer's a little bit Bond spy-ish-y. Uh, we're talking about... Matthew Vaughan's Argyle, which comes out February 2nd, 2024. Uh, I think it's probably a good time to just bring up the cast. Yeah. Because it's stacked. Connor, shoot. Let me read the entire cast I have. <laughs> uh, so we've got the likes of Henry Cavill. Yeah. Uh, John Cena. Mm-hmm. Dua Lipa. Jesus um, Christ. Haruka Oshima. Yep. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, Sam Rockwell. Samuel Jackson. Absolutely. Brian Cranston. Rob Delaney. Catherine O'Hara. Um, Tanya Haynes. Um, you got loads. That's insane. You got loads. E. Caffrey, oh my God, you've even got Kev, uh, what's her name? Mrs. McAllister. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That is in water cast. Yeah, um, What's your, before we get into the, the little bits about what the movie's going to be about, what's your initial thoughts on the trailer and the movie? Because we, again, this is something we spoke about so long ago. Yeah. But because of the strikes and everything else, it sort of went into the abyss and it never got spoken about for ages until this trailer. Mm. What, are you, what are you thinking? It's a, Really cool story. Yes. I like the idea. It's original and fresh. Yep. The trailer looks fun as. <laughs> but it looks fun, fun but it also looks serious. Yes. Because yeah. you've got the two sides of it. Yeah. It looks perfect. I think it's brilliant. Um, so Connor had one question when we rewatched the trailer. <laughs> yes. What was it? Uh, why is Henry Cavill's hair so shit? <laughs> it looks like an action man character. But really shit. Um, we think it's been, that's been a talking point for a long, long time now about his hair in this. But before... Nobody knew the story. So we mm. got an image about a year ago of Henry Cavill in... We put it on our Twitter. We got an image of Henry Cavill in this movie and everyone was going, what the fuck have they done to my man, my man's hair? Yeah. But now it makes a little bit more sense. He's supposed to be this... It's, 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 he's not real. Yeah, it's fictional. It's, he's fictional. So uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's character is a uh, F author and she's written this novel called Argyle. Yeah. And the main character in that is Agent Argyle, which is Henry Cavill. So it looks like we're going to be going into that world, her imagination when she's writing or something. And there he is, and he's look. He's got that sharp hairline, looking like a really fake Agent Argyle. I think yeah. that's quite clever. I think that's cool. Yeah, yeah. it's a good way to do John it. John Cena's in that world. Looks like that's his partner. Yeah, Dua Lipa is in that world, so her acting will be allowed to be a little bit shit. Yeah, she'll, you'll get away with it. Yeah, that's that's the, yeah, that's the phrase. You'll get away with she'll it. She'll get away with it a little bit more yeah. because it's supposed to be fake and silly. Um, yeah, uh, Sam Rockwell looks like to be an actual real-life spy. Yeah. And Sam Rockwell is the fucking nuts. It is cool. Enough. I love Sam Rockwell, <laughs> yeah. man. Um, yeah, I just I just think this looks fucking great. Uh, and I'm a huge fan of Matthew Vaughan. Kick-Ass, X-Men mm. First Class. He'd done the first, uh, The Kingsman. Yeah. Obviously, one being a, a great movie. He's, he's a G. I think we've said before, Apple TV never miss. No. It, they're, they're so under the radar. They are. But their series and their shows and their films are always really good. And to be fair, this is going to cinema as well. Yeah. On February uh, 2nd. So, I, I like you say, Apple TV seems to have... We recently spoke about um, Godzilla, yeah. uh, the new series, uh, Legacy of Monsters, I think it's called. They've got some really good shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> don't keep your, yeah. Keep your eye on them. Yeah, keep your eye on yeah. them. Uh, I'm just having a look through now. I don't really think I've got much more to say. Oh, that annoyed me, actually. Do you think they should have showed the spoiler in the trailer? Or would that have been quite cool? What, who? The real... Yeah, well, did you want... But then I guess that's... I, I, do th- I don't think it did spoil it. 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'd care either way. No, a lot of people sound online like, fuck, why did they just show the fact that he's they're not real? Yeah. But then I think that made the trailer great because there's obviously something at play here because she's sort of... There is someone real. Like, Brian Cranston is a real-life gangster. Yeah. That Bryce Dallas Howard seems to be guessing right is happening through her books and he can't understand why. So he yeah. wants her to finish... <laughs> So he knows what's yeah. yeah. So he knows what's going on. It's, I think that's great. I think that's great. Guess people talking as well. Exactly. Yeah. Go see it. Uh, right. Shall we move on and have a little chat about Gen V? Yes. I'm just going to come straight to you. Yeah. Um. I'll, I'll I'll lay off it while you get your thoughts. Uh. First three episodes dropped on Friday. It's a the boys spin off series set between season three and season four. Thoughts. The show opens up. <laughs> um. You know you're immediately back. In the world of the boys. Mm-hmm. So we start oh, it's, uh, three years ago, is it? Uh, eight years ago, eight years with ago. A-Train becoming a member of the Seven. Yes, and they're watching it on TV. The main character, I can't remember her name, um, but she's just discovered she has her powers through her, because she's blood, so it's through her period. Well, I'm just going to get the um, the cast up so we can... Yeah. Um, so she, she has, she's going through puberty, has her period, yeah. doesn't know what to do, and the blood's coming out, and the blood starts floating. She doesn't know what's going on. She has no idea about Gen V and, and no. all this lot. Mum knocks down the door because she's screaming. Mum's dead. The blood goes through the neck. Immediately through the neck. Gushing blood. Yeah. Mum dies. Blood everywhere. Dad runs in to see what's going on. The blood explodes. Dad's got spikes all out of his face. We're back in the world of the boys. It's absolutely gruesome. Yeah. And as soon as I watched it, I thought... We're back. This is it. This is the tone. So now she's an orphan. Uh, Maria Moreau seems to be the main casting. And one thing I want to say here, they've done it again, the boys. All the characters are so interesting. Yeah. Like she, I think she's a great lead. Yeah, so do I. Do you know what I mean? So, and she she meets her dorm room mate, um, uh, Emma, who is cricket. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to talk about... (laughs) Is it episode two? Or I think, I think it might be episode two where she has... So basically, yeah, she's Ant-Man. Yeah. We saw someone in The Boys who went small um, and Butcher killed him, put him in a bag of Coke and shook him up. Do yeah, you remember? I remember. <laughs> and then he goes inside, he went inside a geezer's penis. Jap, jap, what's it called? Urethra. Yeah. You went inside the And then went big. Uh, and then went big. Um, so, yeah. Um, do you want to just explain the sex scene with Cricket? Yeah, shall I? So... <laughs> Her biggest fan, in quotes, texts her and says, let's meet up. She thinks it's just for them two, but he wants her to get small. Yeah. So she has to, the way she gets small is she has to purge herself. And she has to make her throw up. It's quite on topic with the boys because they use it on social media yes. and stuff. The boys are good at doing that. Yeah. Like the writers. Anyway, she's small. He's laying there. Yeah. She's on his cock. <laughs> on his penis. And just slapping it about. So he, he wants her to... Kick him in the balls. Yeah. So, I'm sorry this is so gruesome, but it's literally the show. We can't believe... Well, we can believe because it's from the world of the boys. Yeah. But it's just so mental. But I I think as silly as that scene is, and it is silly, it's a Ant-Man style, style hero uh, kicking a pair of balls. Yeah. Um, but I think that helps us, like, commit to the world. Yeah. And everything you say you've said this many a times with the boys nothing is off limits no nothing is off limits yeah this is the type of world where it's like if you was a superhero what crazy shit would you do yeah and for some people that might be something they do yeah 
and they're gonna, they're going to put it in exactly. Uh, so the, the the story won't go into the story too much because we'll maybe come back to episodes as as the season goes on. Yeah, but it seems to be that we're this this Gen V. It's like it's like Xavier's school. Um, we've said it before on the podcast. It's basically a riff on the X Men. Um, and these super-powered people go into the school to um, learn their abilities and then try and get contracts for cities and try and get into the seven, et cetera, and all stuff like that. Yeah. They get they get ratings. They get yeah. student ratings to see who goes number one, et cetera. Um, but it seems to be, the the at the minute, the mystery is it's something called the woods, yeah, which is like an underground facility on the school that is housing certain soups. Yep. But I don't really know for what just yet. Yeah. Why? Why are they down there? But some are up. I don't. I don't know what makes. Uh, is it because they're mental? Because uh, only one of them's mental. So Luke's brother, the really strong one, Sam, that escapes. Yeah. But there's obviously others down there. Why are they down there? Yeah, it's weird. And we're the, gonna find out, of course. The guy who, the other guy, um, who's best mates with Golden Boy, mm. he's the one with telekinesis powers. Yeah. So his dad, Andre. Yeah. Yeah. His dad is obviously aware of it. Yes. And it makes sense because you think, well, the alumni of that school are um, Deep. Yes. And A-Train. A-Train. Queen Maeve. And them three are quite messed up in the head. Yes. They, they've got issues. That's actually, that's a proper fair point. Yeah, so have they, do they know about it? Have they experienced it? Has that messed them up along the Must way? Must have. Um, that's actually a really good point. Uh, yeah, I just, obviously we're going to find out. One thing I really loved was, so you, there's a guy called um, Luke and there's a girl called Kate. Mm. Um, he's what? What's his? He's Fireboy or something, isn't he? I can't remember what he's called. The one that you know, the flame on guy. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what his name is now. But he was when the trailers are now. I thought he's so going to be like a little bit of a boring Homelander, yeah, type budget version of, um, and she'll just be like you know the stereotypical bully. But they, that's typical of the boys. Brilliant writing. They're not. They're actually re- two really likable people. Yeah, that are not the you know stereotypical bullies. Obviously, he fucking kills himself because yeah. he's trying to find his brother Sam, who's locked in the woods, and she's actually a really troubled girl that's trying to help everyone. And it's like it's a proper one eighty. Yeah, it was, it was. I thought that was really really clever. Yeah. Um. And now we've got this band of group cricket, Andre, Maria that are all going to start coming together to try and expose. And I just think it's so interesting. Yeah, it is. And you got characters like Cricket who had no interest in doing the crime fighting bit. Nope. She was on TV. Well, what could she do? Like, yeah. She don't have to... Well, she did go into someone's ear and... <laughs> yeah, what she say? One minute, let me just make myself sick. <laughs> Hang on. Slow down. You've got exactly. Andre, who... He doesn't want to do this. He doesn't. He do- and so he don't really care. Again, really likeable. Is yeah. it Maria? Maria's the main character. Who's the one who's so keen. Yeah. But she if you watch it, you'll yeah. you'll see that there's issues. <laughs> there's issues. Oh, there's issues. But yeah, uh, really, really good uh, good group. Um another thing I just think's great is the amount of cameos we're getting. Yeah. Um because you might I know you hate this con, but you know when you know when things are successful and they go spin off and sequel and prequel yep. and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, such a cash grab and a half-assed attempt to just slap the name on it and then get some money and it's shit. Yeah. Happens all the times. Uh, all the times, all the time. <laughs> um, but this, with all the cameos, etc., it's being set when it's being set in between season three and four. It just feels like a season of The Boys. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to think of another, I should have another show in my mind. Kind of like, um, 
It's a bit of shit, shit example, but when Boba Fett came out, it was like it was kind of like Mandalorian. That's an excellent example. It's basically that's e- that. That's yeah. exactly what it is. The only good parts of that was when Mandalorian showed yeah, exactly. up. Yeah. So that would be like this show being shit, but Homelander and Soldier Boy come in for a bit, and then it was really good. Yeah, but the show shit, and I, people only cared about that. People are not caring about the seven and the boys and Billy the Butcher. People are caring about this show because it's really well written and yeah. there's twists already. Um, the, 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 com- the comedy aspects are still good. Do you remember the advert at the beginning when the guy's floated yeah. on the wheelchair and he goes, I'm super abled. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just great. Yeah, and I think this show is, this show will get away with, like, we don't have to see Homelander and we'll never see Homelander yeah. because if you say to Homelander, this school's kicking off, Homelander will say, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because he's that character. And if you if you say to people like the deep, can you come to the school? He's gonna be like, I ain't missed Matt with that. I don't, exactly. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So you know the seven the only one that'll go would have been Starlight or something yeah. like that. So it makes sense yeah. for it to be, you know, set away and them not showing up there. Soldier Boy, Jensen Ackles is confirmed to be there. Obviously he was on ice at the end of season three, wasn't he? Yeah. So I'd assume it's gonna be a flashback of sorts. But yeah, it just it's doing very well in the first three episodes of being associated with the boys but not using it and taking us away from these new characters that are just really interesting yeah uh, i just think it's great and uh, obviously we have fun we like to have fun here <laughs> we love fun <laughs> we love fun but i am just gonna say uh, it's the last thing i'll say and i'll come to you for final thoughts um i love how the boys and especially now this um with gen v it's so hilarious in tone and dark mm but then can shift to real-world things that are quite important. Yeah. For example, like the girls eating disorder yeah. and cricket and um, the, you know overbearing parents like Andre's dad, who is fucking horrible, but yeah. it's just, I don't, he's not, he probably don't realise what he's doing and, and you know, Marie, an orphan Maria of her, her parents and stuff. And I just think it's so... It's so good how they just... How they go... How, how did we have a sex scene where cricket's kicking balls? And then to something really important, yeah. and the tone shifts, like the the transit. It's obviously a transit, like a trans statement here, because one character can go male and yeah, female. Uh, yeah, Jordan, that's it. Yeah, and the dad doesn't accept the female side, but the male side. So you got kicking balls. Yeah, and then this the the big biggest issue of the world great, at the moment. Great example. Yeah. I think that's brilliant. Uh, anything else to add on Gem V? Yeah, I have. Go three episode release. Please give me more. <laughs> What more you want more or did no, you or on three episodes yeah. coming out. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And then I'll wait quickly. Yeah. But give I, me three immediately. Yeah, fair enough. Do you, uh, do you like that model then compared to like Netflix dumping everything? Oh yeah, I don't like dumping. You don't like dumping or Disney Plus is well at the minute they're sort of two episodes and then weekly, but it's always been one one a week for Disney yeah. Plus. What do you like this model of Prime Video? I think so, because I, I think, think so. the boys I've liked, this Gen V I've liked. Invincible done it. Invincible I've liked as well. So I think I do like this model. Like Ahsoka, we'll get onto this shortly. Yes, on screens. Once a week is good, because like it keeps me excited, but I don't want to wait that long. Mm, I, yeah, I think I agree with you, especially yeah. when everyone's talking about the same thing. Um, it's straight, something huge, like Game of Thrones or Stranger Things, I can understand why they do a weekly release. Yeah, yeah. But... I think sometimes things benefit from multiple episodes and Gen V being one of them, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. And I think a show car dropping their first two episodes, I completely agree with that. Yeah, you've got to grab people straight yes. away. 100%. Right, that is it. Now let's move on to what is on our screens. Tell me! Well, you said it. Yeah. Ahsoka. Spoilers, sorry. 
talk to me. You're you're a Star Wars fan, but not a crazy. I'm not a crazy Star Wars fan. Yeah, but we watch a lot of Star Wars. Yeah, what are your thoughts? I am really, really loving this. <laughs> like this to me, that was is, so weird. Though, it that. could be this to me is probably the same level as Mandalorian in terms of my enjoyment levels. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, because I agree. It is really good, and I'm pointing at you. You are quite, <laughs> aggressively. Quite aggressively. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why? What? What is it? Why? We've because got, you don't know Ahsoka. No, I don't know Ahsoka. I don't well, know these characters, other than the little dabble in Mandalorian. But you don't really know Ahsoka. No, yet. I don't know most of these Sabine. characters. Yeah, yeah. And this is I'm getting Star Wars. I'm getting ships. I'm getting lightsabers. I'm getting a lot of lightsabers. A lot of lightsabers. Mate. We're getting um, the gun, the blaster guns. Yeah. We're getting saber fights. We're getting aerial jewels in ships. Yeah. yeah. I, I've got Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> if I had Luke Skywalker, I'd be annoyed. But Anakin, <laughs> I'll take. Which I'm just getting everything I want, and it's not so focused on the Skywalker story. Bits and bobs yeah. in there, but. This is something different. This is yeah. something new and fresh, and I think this is perfect. Yeah, uh, we are. We're just sort of having a bit of an overarching chat for the minute because next week we are doing an Ahsoka finale with the thoughts on the season, etc. We yeah. think we're going to have Craig, a uh, friend of the podcast, former yeah. co-host. Uh, he's a big, big Star Wars nerd, so be interested to see what he thinks he should be on. Um, so that's why we're not going into breakdown or anything now. But I have to echo with Connor. I think yeah. it's been fantastic. I haven't missed. Um, they have done something great, which is bringing in the animation of the Rebels, which is a, such a fan-loved um, series. And one thing they might struggle on, and we'll see next week, it'll be interesting. Mm. Um, me and Connor have spoke about it. We've, we mentioned it on the podcast. Dave Filoni is doing a Star Wars big-budget movie. Yeah with these characters yeah something tells me the stakes are not going to be there next week yeah i think so there's if there is a fucking lot to get <laughs> yeah, through yeah. so something tells me thrawn isn't gonna die ezra will be maybe not doing his lightsaber stuff yet yeah um and they'll you know ahsoka and sabine will be fine um yeah. so yeah i just feel like nothing could happen next week because of this big budget movie which we'll see the mandalorian involved in that movie as well yeah with these characters so yeah that's one thing that might hurt the finale yeah i think Did so you get, is that a fair point i, I might be in muggy no i think it is but i think if people know that there's a film coming out it might they'll allow it yeah it'll allow, allow, it. It allow me i'll allow it but that'll ease things a lot because i think yeah oh, that means a film coming out but <laughs> if people don't know they're gonna be like what? yes um i'll, I'll maybe I'll, I'll lend my thoughts here um Ray Stevenson as Balan Skull. Oh, oh, I'm so sad he's died. What a shame. That's so sad. Look, if he dies, if his character Balan dies, then like, not, not, I don't want to sound morbid here, but yeah, yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. It's, yeah. it's fine because regardless of Ray Stevenson passing away, we wasn't going to get more Balan anyway. Yeah. If Balan's alive, I will be so angry. <laughs> What, yeah, because what a character. What a character, and he could have been great. He's he's just, he's so good. Something is calling to him. We're going to find out next week. Yeah. Um. So it ended with he sort of disappears from the the fight and because something he says to his, uh, his apprentice that something's there calling to him. Not yeah. Thrawn, not anything else. Something is there. So we'll find out where he went next week. Um. Someone said, fuck me if it's the Emperor. For fuck oh, yeah. <laughs> I will literally say it's the shittiest show ever if yep. the Empire is somehow involved. Yeah. Legit. I can't do any more Luke Skywalker and Emperor. I'm bored of it. I'm so bored. Uh, but anyway, uh, Hayden Christian back, um, obviously Darth Vader, etc. It was really good to see him and Ahsoka in live action. 
We'll see next week. There's a lot to wrap up. Ezra is now reunited. It's been a fantastic series. Yeah. Please, Disney Plus, stick that landing. Got to. But come back next week. As I said, we're doing a full breakdown. We're going into it. Can they pull it off, please? Because it's been brilliant. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts on Ahsoka? No, that's it. Fair yeah, enough. Man. What's else been on your screen? Uh, on the plane, <laughs> I watched... I don't know why that made me laugh. On the way there, I cannot remember for the life of me what I watched. 65. No, that was on the ship. I was on a ship, sorry. Yeah. First half. Right. Really enjoyed it. I'm told the second half is not really great. <laughs> it just sort of goes a bit, wanders off, and the script is so bad. Um, but I also watched The Blind Side on the ship. What, what a movie. And I was thinking... The controversy. Could, yeah. And there's a bit in that film where there's like a... I know if she's a cop or she's an agent, and she's questioning the boy, um, whether it's Michael Orr. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's going on? And she said, no, he's looking out for me. I mean, she was correct all along. Yeah. And I said, Tolly, she was correct. Yeah. And they mugged her off. Go back to her and give yeah. her a <laughs> let, let's, let's revisit. Um, and I also watched, on the plane home, I watched Groundhog Day. Yeah. One of my favourite films. Uh, Men in Black 1. Love it. One of my favourite films. And I also watched um, Truman Show, which is such a beautiful film. These are some bangers, mate. Yeah, These oh, are yeah. absolute bangers. They got me through. Yeah, fair play. Uh, got home and I finished Top Boy. Nice. Now. Rushed, I'm hearing. Yeah. I, the problem was... There was too much focus on Summer House and the riots and the protests. Right. I don't really care about that because I only care about Deshane and Sully and yeah. the drug dealing, basically. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care about anything else. They focused too much on that. I don't know why they made it six episodes. Limited series. Yeah. They had works. time. They had time. And it was a bit rushed. But the ending was fitting. I think the ending was perfect. What were they before episode lengths? Like, how many episodes in a series, roughly, was it? Oh, so, I think it was about 10. Really? Yeah, I think it was about maybe 10 yeah, or six, 11. Six for the final season. Yeah, and I didn't need to. That no. time, and it it just felt rushed. Like, and that... Oh, oh, yeah, ooh, ooh, ooh. That Barry... Is it Keon? Keon, yeah. He, he's in it. Yeah. He's in it in episode one and two. Fantastic character. Maybe one of the best characters in the show, barring Sully and Duchesne. Irish, so, top gangster. Yeah. And spoilers... He's dead in the second episode, or maybe third episode. Such a waste of... That could have been the overarching story, and that yeah. could have been the final battle, if you want. But it's wasted and it, it. And he'd be in it for like five episodes as opposed to two. Yeah. It's just wasted. That is really bad. And he's just in a care home, and they just come in, and they just shot him. It's just like, it's just... Oh, that's it. <laughs> is that what it is then? Yeah, it's such a waste oh, of that, character. I mean, I'd, I haven't watched it, uh, you know, I, I can't lie, but it, I have heard how good it is, and then disappointment with how rushed it is, Game of Thrones type ending. Yeah where they didn't really give the right the writers or the writers weren't really into it, I don't know, but... It's a shame, but it's, it good. Shame. it's, it's good. Overall, it's a good series, and I recommend people watch it. Fair enough. Anything else? Other than, no. I, I've, not, I've not been that busy. Uh, Sex Education final season. Mm. That, I can't believe you ain't... That is such a good show. I've got to watch it. That is really... Honest to God, ask Jade, ask anyone, even I think Craig watched it. It is brilliant. Um, yeah. It's the final season. We're halfway through it. I guess we'll see how it goes, uh, if they stick the landing or not. Uh, and then one thing I'll, I'll talk about, uh, it'd be something maybe we talk about in depth when you've seen it, because um, I know you'll love it, The Creator. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, really, really blew me away. It had a budget of $80 million, yet looked incredible. The cinematographer was Greg Frazier. He's the Batman and the Mandalorian guy. Ah. Hans Zimmer on the score. Yeah. Popping out bangers. John David Washington as the lead was brilliant. Uh, I just can't get over how good it was. Yeah, I've got to go. Is it a film that you have to go cinema really to see? 100%. And I'm not usually that sort of person. Yeah. I just, I go to the cinema for, f- 
for, for big big movie releases, etc. I'm not one of them that goes, oh, you must, you must. <laughs> but you you do have to. Yeah. It's so, so good. And there's some of the visuals and, you know, the score and the big pounding uh, theme is so, so spectacular. Yeah, I'm going to see it this week. Yeah, 100% uh, recommend. Uh, that's it for screens. It's scraps, my man. Bunch of scraps! I've just got a notification that Chelsea up um, may have just scored or most likely let in against them. <laughs> oh, oh. You're losing. I don't know. My live score won't load. Have you got live score? Yeah, let me get up. This is a live reaction here. It's loading. Please it's loading. Two nil Chelsea. Two nil. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Who scored? Madrid and Broja. Madrid scored, mate. 18th minute. <sighs> right. We've got to finish the podcast, Brad. Calm the fuck down. Uh, shoot, Connor. Scraps. No scraps. Okay, no I've scraps. only got one. It's a biggie, though. Uh, more news to come at the Weekly Cut when we get it. The X-Men movies are coming to the MCU. They're officially in development as Marvel is now preparing to meet with writers Ooh. to take pitches. Yes. Fantastic. Big news. Yeah. Uh, can't wait to hear more on that. Um, and it's sorely fucking needed. Yep. Uh, that's the show, my man. That's it, yeah. Uh, right, come, uh, tell your friends, subscribe, leave a review if you can. We love you. Follow us on Twitter, at Willicar. I'm Brad. This is Connor. Uh, next week, it's a show carve. Yeah. Finale, breakdown. Please stick the landing. We'll be, we'll be giving you all the Easter eggs you might have missed and going into the lore, etc. Uh, but for now, thank you so much for listening. And thanks for having us in your ears.